everybody, welcome to another episode of Bat Banter, Season 3, Episode 38. It's a WA Domestic Sports Weekly Wrap, where today's podcast is proudly supported by the team of Matt and Anna at Roller Games and their Mad for Footy Ball Game. Well, they're kicking big bags of goals, making turnovers at critical times, and changing the way footy is delivered one game at a time. That's what this new AFL-inspired board game is all about. And you can find them on at Roller Games on Instagram, Roller Games on Facebook, and rollergames.com.au, that's R-O-L-L-A, to find out a bit more about them, but more importantly, to get your hands on a Mad for Footy board game for you and the family. And uh, for the foreseeable future, we'll be uh, only touching base with two of our WA domestic sporting teams, the West Coast Fever and the Western Force Men. So without further ado, let's touch base with our Suncorp Super Netball reigning champions. And of course, that means a little bit of West Coast fever talk. To pass is Ariang with the interception. That's a massive play from the Diamonds goal defence. And if they can drain this, well, that's going to be the exclamation point, isn't it? Well, that's why she's in the side. Firstly, Ariang with the interception. And then it was all finished off by Sasha Glasgow. Now, just before we get to the game at hand, at the conclusion of the round, Janiel Fowler had scored a sublime 396 of 400 goals at 99%. Just simply remarkable, superb. She's unreal, and no wonder she's been the reigning Suncorp Super Nepal, uh, you know, best and fairest for as long as she have. Uh, has, sorry, should I say. Now the West Coast Fever have lost by one goal to Melbourne Vixens after Kira Austin scored a super shot on the buzzer to sink the Fever at John Kane Arena. Now the moments that mattered. The Vixens had built a three-goal lead during the Power Five in the final quarter before Janiel Fowler with two and Sasha Glasgow with one scored three super shots to give the Fever one goal lead. But enter, of course, the superstar, Kira Austin, uh, who scored the Vixens' only super shot of the quarter, to secure the points. And they started off really well. Uh, the uh, the West Coast Fever. They trailed, well, well, they started pretty well for the most part, but they trailed 18-16 going into the first term. Uh, the second term was level pegging at 16 apiece. Uh, the women in green pushed in the third term to win that 19-16 and have a slight one-goal ascendancy looking ahead to the final term. Uh, whilst it was a seesawing contest, the Fever just couldn't hold on to the late lead when they got it. They gave up the ball too easily when under pressure. And of course, just summing up that final turn itself, our goals really went on centre pass for the start of the quarter as both teams tried to find a way to gain control of the contest. Scores were level going into the power five and then the Vixens were able to build a three-goal buffer before Fowler drained two super shots, as we said uh, earlier, to get the Fever back in the contest. Glasgow scored her eighth super shot of the, the match to give the Fever a one-goal lead before Austin secured the win. Uh, whilst the Fever shot at 95%, they had 23 less attempts at goals uh, than the Vixens. And if not for an inaccurate 68 of 79 and a 10 of 15 super shots from West Coast Fever, which is very much unlike them to score as many and to shoot as many um, as they did, uh, they actually could have been down by more across the course of the game. So you could say they maybe shouldn't have been as close as they were in the first place. Uh, deflections, they were even. Uh, they had two less intercepts, three less offensive rebounds. Uh, they did have four more gains, the West Coast Fever. And individually, Janiel Fowler was 48 of 49. Uh, she had four offensive rebounds and two of three uh, super shots, which is very rare for her. But she had two massive super shots in the final three minutes, as we uh, have discussed. 
uh, to put sort of the West Coast people back in the hunt. While Sasha Glasgow was 8 of 12 uh, from the super shots. She had 11 assists and 17 feeds. Um, Alice Teague kneeled. Uh, she had 29 assists and 42 feeds. Just a monstrous game from her. Whilst for the defensive side of things, uh, Courtney Bruce, she had uh, 6 gains. Two intercepts and uh, six deflections. Now, looking at the ladder, uh, they're still sitting in you know, a pretty good spot uh, just after the halfway break. Of course, they are going into a very long stretch of home games, uh, which, of course, is supremely important for them. Uh, they're, you know, they're a couple of points behind the Thunderbirds. Uh, so eight wins. Uh, sorry, they played eight games. Six wins, two losses, unfortunately. Uh, again, two losses by the barest of margins, but hey, they got some wins by the barest of margins as well. Uh, they still got a really good percentage. Uh, they're two points ahead of the Swifts and four points ahead of the fourth-placed Vixens. So, as I said, lots of home games ahead of them. So, you know, the furthest thing from alarm bells. Yes, it was a game that got away. Yes, it was a game that, you know, they could have easily won. Same against the Thunderbirds, but they'll learn from that. They'll bounce back. I'm really not too worried from a West Coast fever perspective. So we're going to leave it for the netball court. Let's make our way to um, HBF Park. Well, you know, not actually HBF Park, but let's make our way to and talk a bit of Super Rugby Pacific. That, I think. And the Western Force, through an error, back in possession, and Clough will have a go at picking and driving. Seven metres away, the Western Force in a great spot. Stevens is next. Fell sends it out, Leddington. Uh, so the men in blue, they finished their tour of New Zealand with another loss, unfortunately, uh, against the defending champions in the Crusaders, going down 13 to 48. Uh, it was the best possible start as well from a Western Force perspective. Uh, they earned a penalty kick, and they kicked straight to be 3-0 up. And despite conceding a try shortly after, another penalty was given to, uh, and again, kicking accurately. Uh, they were 6-5 up with 15 minutes into the game. So great start. But unfortunately from there, there were two quick tries and another one prior to halftime. Uh, that sort of gave the New Zealand powerhouse a strong halftime lead of 18 points, with the beginning of the second half picking up where the Crusaders left off, uh, ramming in four tries in the first 20 minutes. So sort of... Uh, put the game to bed, uh, the first 20 of the final 40 minutes. Um, eventually, uh, it was a 48-6 at that stage. So the game was done and dusted. Uh, the Force, however, did finally get over the line for a try of their own, uh, their sole try in the 67th minute and the conversion that, of course, ended up in the 13-48 scoreline. Otherwise, the Force, they had only 45% possession and 44% time in their opponent's half, uh, just 32% actually in the second half, just to further magnify their lack of possession and dominance. They had 26 less carries, only three clean breaks, and they had 27 to 16 missed tackles. So, you know, 11 more missed tackles, which is just not good enough. And it's just giving, uh, you know, your opponents plenty of opportunities to go for big runs and, of course, those clean breaks. Uh, they finally conceded eight tries and three. 347 metres gained to the Crusaders. And with that loss, uh, they're sitting second last. Uh, they're four points out of a final spot, heading into the final portion of the season, uh, the last four games. Uh, Fiji and Drua, they're next on the horizon in a Friday night Friday night uh, HPF Park outing. But very similar to the West Coast Fever, they've got uh, a, a wide range, uh, I'm pretty sure quite a few of their final games of the season are actually at home at HPF Park. I want to say even maybe three of their last four. So, you know, they've got a chance to, you know, salvage something out of the season because, you know, they've had a couple of positives, but also a couple of pretty shocking outings as well. I um, mean, you know, their tour of New Zealand was, was pretty awful apart from the last game. And, you know, we know how great the Crusaders are the defending champions but you know 
to go down as as bad as they did, you know, and being down 48-6 at one stage, uh, eventually making it to double digits to get to 13, that was good, but the game was well and truly over by then. And we know they're missing personnel, but, you know, it's it's a brutal game. You're going to have injuries, so, you know, it has to be the next person up and you know, fulfill your role. But, uh, you know, it's only the first game. Sorry, not the first game. It's only the first season for Simon Cron. Got to cut him some slack. And, you know, there have been some positive outings. So we'll look to see what they can do in the final month of the season. But for now, we're going to leave it there for the Western Force. And that's it. We're done and we're dusted. As I said, super short episodes from now on. Uh, the Western Force, tough loss. Uh, but they've got some home games coming out, which is good for them. And, uh, well, an even tougher loss just because they were they almost had victory and defeat uh, just sort of came in and snatched it from them. So, uh, yep, one goal loss, t- as tough as they come. But they're still in the hunt. They're still seeing it in the top two, the West Coast Fever, and they're in a good spot. So we can't wait to see uh, what they can do with their long stretch of home games coming up ahead of them. But you can't just show up expecting to win. You've still got to bring that intensity, that toughness, and, you know, the uh, mentality of uh, you're the champs and everyone's, everyone is going to have their best day going up against you. And just touching on Bat Banter, if you haven't already, don't forget to like, subscribe, leave a rating, and leave a review on your favorite podcasting platform, be it Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You can like us on Facebook, and you can follow us on Instagram. And whether you're listening in the morning, the afternoon, or the evening, it's been an absolute privilege, as always, to have you on board. And we look forward to touching base with you and all of our WA teams on the domestic sporting scene. But from Adam Bat, yours truly, I'm out for now.